and it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Duh. Period. Happy New Year. Oh yeah. Happy New Year. Or whatever. <laughs> if y'all can't tell, we're not recording this in 2021, so. <laughs> it was like kind of half-assed. <laughs> I should should have went with it. I'm sorry. You want to do it again? <laughs> I mean, I'm just playing. I, I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Well, I'm hope I'm hoping that y'all are enjoying 2021, as we are still in 2020. So right now, happy for y'all. The meteor done landed, and they're sitting here like, <laughs> "Why are they saying Happy New Year?" <laughs> um, right now, now all of freaking Australia missing. Happy New Year, girl! I watched that. That I mean, it was a mockumentary, I guess. Um, that's the twenty twenty mockumentary. That's kind of like how The Office is. Oh, yeah, okay, like that sort of thing. Yeah, but it was not like I didn't know what to, if it was like a movie. Like it was a movie length, I guess it was over an hour. But um, uh, yeah, I watched that the other day because I was gonna do a vision board. Come on, which is. Board. Which is a strong word because I just printed out some stuff, but we'll see. I cut some of it out too. So, yeah, the last time I did the vision board was 2017. It was a lot of work, and I probably put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying? No, but I watched it, and there was just some stuff that I forgot happened. Girl, it's been a. I was like, that happened this year? And I felt in. I just thought that was a perfect thing to watch while doing a 2021 <laughs> vision board. Oh, you did it already? What? You? No, I didn't finish the, the thing. Oh. I, but um, I started it. But, um, mm. yeah, no, it was funny. I saw people, like, had mixed, mixed reviews. But mm. they were just like, I don't know. They were like, it rehashes jokes that we've been joking about all year. I'm like, it's about this year. <laughs> what was it gonna like people just want to say something like yeah you guys to reach your article quote of this month i see i'm not gonna I really hate you. contrarians <laughs> like i really hate contrarians like it's i don't know i thought it was funny samuel jackson was in it so oh you get to pay for it that's on netflix oh girl boo period i watched that after i'm done watching bridgerton you, you started that You know you damn watch- well why I'm not watching Bridgerton. Uh, well, you watch The Crown, so no, that's not it, <laughs> girl. When I saw that, I was like, you, you know, know damn what? Well why I'm not watching. That. I could go in my living room if I want to see Bridgerton. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> so. you are so freaking tried. When I saw I'm that, and then that you watched it. That's why I didn't even bring it up because I don't know how long, much more long I'm gonna make it. Because I was like, I'm really tired of this trope. I'm really tired of this trope. The moment I saw that, I said, if y'all don't get this shit off of my girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a scene where a, a white lady smacked the black girl. Yeah, I must cut it off. My cousin said it was good, so. Girl. It's a mess. Love that for us. Wait, did you start watching it and you saw that? No. I saw it's on the cover. To, it's in the Oh, preview. that's true. Yeah, so. It's in everything I've ever seen about that. 
show. Oh. So, yeah, love that for us. It's love okay. that for. I mean, we're living it, so yeah, love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on that. Now you know damn well I ain't watching Bridgerton. I can't believe. I thought we was on the set. Oh, but I see how you. Okay, don't do this, Delaney. Especially, I don't see, do this. I see why it would appeal to someone like you. I see. You do? Mm-hmm. First of all, that doesn't even make sense. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, but maybe you've crossed over, you know, to feel in a different way because of, you know. Of what? Of your future and everything. So, What is the news before I cut this off? You know what? It's the perfect place to stop. We could have dead this in 2020. Goodbye, Delaney. I'm not going to say thank you for listening. For Goodbye. What? We could just dead this now. Why are we dead it now? Because this is a perfect place to stop. How? Because we could just end with the, um, with the, end with the last episode and in 2020. Because I feel like these are hostile working conditions. I don't see how. The I truth? know you don't. I'm sure you don't see how. The truth? Girl, anyway, you know what? That my Time mother and your cousins and you agree with? Lest we forget. Okay, first of all, if your mama don't like me, she could just say that. If you don't like yourself, you could just say that because you said it too. That was an accident. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Girl, what is the news before I change my mind for real? <clears throat> The news. Um, okay, so everybody been talking about uh, this Pixar movie that just came out, Soul. Um, I do not have Disney Plus, but I will have it because I know my family wants to see it. So I'm waiting for somebody to buy it. I'm gonna watch it too, but like the minute I saw that black man turn into that little blue blob, mm-hmm. that's a thing. So we gonna see. Yeah, we gonna. Let yeah. me know you watch it. I watch it the same day. Okay, so well, I'm gonna watch it today. Now that I think about it later on today. But we'll mm. see. It depends okay. on whenever somebody else puts their card on that Disney Plus because it's not going to be me. Oh. So, Girl, I don't even know why I'm paying for Disney Plus. But it's seven days free. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I just have, like, my mom's like, oh, there's just so many things I want to see on Disney Plus. I'm like, really? It's really not even anything on there. That's what, another reason why I'm wondering why I'm paying for Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm like, I don't it's nothing really on know there. of anything that I really want to see on Disney Plus besides this movie. Like maybe like I'm just not aware of everything that's on there. Maybe I think it's nothing on there. Oh, okay. I really think it's something. like I pulled up. I'm like, okay, I'm about to watch all my Christmas movies. Is it like the Santa Claus and that's it? Like, girl, <laughs> I thought y'all had way more Christmas movies than that. That the little girl that made it snow in California. What was that at? Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang! I was deep in Disney Channel, so um. Yeah, but everybody's been talking about this movie. A lot of people, yeah, I, I didn't hear any negative reviews until yesterday, actually. Yeah, I don't think they're overtly negative. I think it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, but Tia Fuller, who is, um, I mean, among many of other things, she's a, a professor at the Berkeley College of Music. Um, she's also toured with Beyonce, performed for uh, Obama at the White House. Um, she's been on several um like shows like t- the today show good morning america oprah she's performed at the grammys oh, okay. yeah she played um 
the saxophone for the movie not just like the you know the background music but one of the characters that played um that played the saxophone that was voiced by Angela Bassett mm-hmm. she played her uh mm. saxophone part so um she has done this interview that I want to bring to everybody's attention that I'm going to link below which she is so I mean they should add they should just did live action and cast her if I'm if I'm being honest but I mean <laughs> um but yeah it's a really interesting interview about like I mean how she got the role also how she um like how the like what what playing that role means to her and how she you know got the sound of the role and everything I mean how the role of the how the sound of the role got her it's really what the, the conversation Literally. that we need to <laughs> be having Very <laughs> if we're being you know uh completely honest so that's just something that i will link um i will also link in something that i missed at the time that it came out because i looked at it and i was like girl what and then um apparently it's old and i hope that i can find a recording somewhere but um composer renee baker um she's been writing a, a trilogy of works inspired by james baldwin oh neat yeah and so she wrote an opera um earlier last year um called the baldwin chronicles midnight ramble um so the baldwin chronicles is the whole trilogy and then the opera um is midnight ramble um that she uh premiered with the chicago symphony orchestra's african-american network so um it's it's a multimedia work musical work that's based on the text of james baldwin mm-hmm. um and you know a, a couple of a couple of uh poems that he's that he's written um so yeah i'm gonna try to find a recording of that and also another um you know thing that came up for me out of this story was was cso's african-american network which i had heard of I was um, to, that was my next question because <laughs> i don't see that on i I was subscribed to him for a minute. I ain't hear nothing about no African American network. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I need to, I need to look at it because I had seen it in passing, and I feel mm-hmm. like I've been on a web page and it looked a little outdated, which is why I probably hmm. didn't click around more. But this being from last year, well, when was this that I that I did this? Oh, that was earlier this year actually that I came across this. So yeah, I'm gonna go back to it and see what they talking about over there. And, and and what it what that is? Yeah, because even if it is inactive, I bet it's active now. First of all, hold on. Okay, never mind. No, <laughs> oh, I say something. Never mind. Never mind. Y'all know who Katie, how Katie do? You know, I skim and then pipe up. Oh, it started in twenty sixteen. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who do they be reaching out to for this? Yeah, you know that varies. Okay. Come on, Sheila, in charge of stewardship mm-hmm. and the African American. Come on, Sheila, babe. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna look into that, but I'll link. Um, hopefully, I can find a recording or some more information about this opera. Um, and the last thing, um, so Strings Magazine has so they they put their cover, the cover of their magazine, is their profile picture on Facebook. Um, every time they have a cover and on the cover of their magazine for this issue is someone who was black excellence actually a couple of weeks ago mm. um 
Izinba, who she's a like a oh yeah yeah, yeah. she uh, she she's a violinist and she's has a big following on Instagram. So um, yeah, so she's on the cover, and so I'm scrolling. I'm just looking for stuff that's going on, and you know how you can see a little preview of like reactions on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I see laughing emoji. So I'm like, oh, here we freaking go. Here we go. So I click over there because I don't love myself. And <laughs> I mean, I'm about to say, you going through it? <laughs> no, but I mean, at least it gave me the opportunity to bring this to people's attention because, of course, I mean, there, there wasn't a ton of comments on it, but, you know, the negative comments ring out. And people were like, this looks ridiculous. How does it look ridiculous? And, it looks, and, and somebody was like, this is for a 14-year-old boy. Why? Because she had a dress on that was above her ankle. Not that pianist be having her her exactly. I'm not talking to you. I forgot we doing a podcast. Right. <laughs> I almost said what I wanted to say, mm-hmm. but not her with her. You know, yes. all on the piano bench. Y'all just y'all accept things from people when y'all want to, because Yujin Wong this has got up and, no and played the piano in dresses just like that, and that's okay, and it is okay for her to wear it on that ma- magazine cover. And this is this. Is, there's nothing wrong with this. And it's not that, and it's not that Yuji Wong has never gotten backlash for that, but I feel like, I feel like, I mean, she's been doing it for so long that people just like she gonna do her. And Wan Chala Izima do her. There's nothing, and it's not y'all act like. Never mind, I was about to get too graphic, but y'all act like y'all can actually see something. It's a dress. It's a regular not, dress. Not this broad talking about how this looks silly. You look silly. You have like what? You look silly. Why don't you focus on what you got to do? Yeah. Focus on being a DIYer, like your bio says. Okay. <laughs> not zooming <laughs> in on the bio. <laughs> um, she looks stunning. She and, looks so beautiful. And she's a, a violinist that has deserved to have this recognition from a, from Strings Magazine for a while. And I'm not, you know, to say who Strings Magazine has and has not had on, on the cover in the past, but I have followed them for a while. And the only other black person I've ever seen on their cover since I've been following them, which has been a couple of years, is Regina Carter. Um, mm. But like I said, I don't keep tabs on Strings Magazine. So now y'all coming to me and, and everybody in the world been on it, but y'all. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, I'd highly doubt uh. that um, because a lot of y'all just got when the black people exist in classical music in 2020 so literally in 2020 talk about this looks silly bro you look silly good like it actually looks very very good and if it you're looks je- if, so good if you're jealous you, just say that like you know, not your dry face in the profile picture talking about this looks silly girl go get some ponds facial cream talking about this looks silly like i'm just so annoyed by this so i shouldn't looked <laughs> if y'all are on Facebook and y'all want to hop over there and show some love underneath her posts and you know just oh, yeah I, just, I didn't even like it when I was over there I just <laughs> went for miss <laughs> like um yeah and just show show some support to all these people out here uh being haters for no reason like uh y'all just so and you know it's like, crazy the Regina Carter one came up like underneath there and that that was in 2017 <laughs> why i feel like it just really irritates me how people are just allowed to be this pathetic 
Like, and oh good. yeah, y'all just uh, like that. Just that's just where the conservatism of classical music doesn't isn't just you know in canon. It's in so many different places. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we did our "Don't Rush" video in. <laughs> And, and you know people were up in arms about that somebody was like it was tacky and the cleavage because you know I, the dress i had on was and you know it had a v and they were like the cleavage was tacky and i'm like girl oh, if you yeah. mad my titties i'll just say so like <laughs> girl and what y'all are using hip-hop for y'all just don't think it's cool enough i'm like no i don't think you're cool like it's literally a challenge like we have to use the song it's called the don't rush not the hide and symphony number five <laughs> <laughs> like I this field is so dense, but I feel like you find dense people everywhere you go. But this field is so dense, like Yeah, and and, and a lot of that was they just did not know who the heck they were talking to because they were like, You could have supported black composers with this. I was like, girl, y'all just that at was that where point, at this point we don't need to talk anymore. Like literally. <laughs> and that just goes to show Yeah, come on. Anyway. So yeah. Um if you can go over there and and uh support her magazine cover because you know the the haters will take out the time to comment so we got to too let me go ahead and share this this Mm-mm. i don't like that like we can't like <sighs> do y'all want us to wear petticoats Girl, I feel like they would have found anything. They would have found anything about that cover not not to like. She looks bombing. She probably was styled by someone. Yeah. Anyway, time for oh, the intermission. That just reminds hmm. me of another somebody who was like, "This is not for somebody who can tell the difference between Yasha Heifetz and so so so." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Do you think that if you could tell the difference between Yasha Heifetz and whoever else that he said I forgot, um, would she probably gonna be like, well, he not listening to the show, but <laughs> but um, not listening. But if you can't, if you can tell the difference between Yasha Heifetz and whoever, do you think that's the only brain cell that exists in your head? <laughs> like what do you think you can't like, tell the difference and also like her picture y'all are so stupid that's just stupid that's what it is <laughs> i saw your comment sorry not your comment but i saw the comment about the this is for 14 year old boys i'm like she's literally twice their age what is that about yeah girl. and also not you sexualizing black women you know what okay holding a violin Girl, it's not OnlyFans, it's String Magazine. <laughs> it don't matter what, what the hell we do. It don't matter. <laughs> we damned if we do, we damned if we don't. <laughs> like, you gotta laugh about it, because sometimes y'all are just so freaking ridiculous. Like, y'all so don't know nothing about her. Daft. And nothing about, like, I remember, oh my gosh, they were so mad when she did that WAP remix on her thing. I'm oh, they were? Know, yeah. On, on Classic FM. They were so mad at that. Because they got dap. Dap. <laughs> you know what? Dap stands for dang practicing. So, <laughs> and, and we got WAP, which means we always practicing. So... 
all right it was a confusion for me and then anyway all right so it's time for the intermission we're gonna do a little reflecty wacky um i got these questions these questions were inspired by um (laughs) i was listening to uh megan and harry they um put out this collaboration with spotify like a it's called archwell audio and i don't know how to describe it you take take a listen it's, it's short it's like 30 minutes i didn't finish it yet but they just talked to a bunch of famous people and asked them to reflect on 2020 mm-hmm. and so this is cute i was like megan really i tweeted i was like megan really took her prince and left england and that's big energy like <laughs> harry like do your thing madam um so i got some questions for delaney only you not me what i'm just kidding (laughs) okay okay so the first one is what did you learn most about yourself this year that i want to retire girl let's talk about it (laughs) (laughs) i just want to be rich i was like and i think this was before i had a birthday i was 21 i was just like I want to retire. <laughs> I know everybody was laughing at me like, girl, what? And I'm like, yeah, I know it, it'll be a while. But, um, yeah. And I remember my grandma was like, you're so young and you don't want to work. I'm like, no, I don't want to work. Who wants you to hear work? yourself? No. <laughs> I do not want to work. <laughs> work? <laughs> That's just like it's not enjoyable. I know people are like, well, you know, the, they always the career and and things that you love, you do what you love, and whatever. If I really loved it, I wouldn't have to demand payment for it. See, talk about like it. that's the that's the difference. Like, I, there are a lot of things that I do for money that I would do for free if I did not have to depend on money. And there are a lot of things that I want to do that I would do if I had money because I would not have to depend on getting paid for those things. You know, sometimes you got to say no to stuff because it's not paying you enough or at all. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing I learned about myself. So we're going to see how that works out. (laughs) Good luck. Buying lottery tickets and hanging out by the medical school or something. I don't know. Girl, yes. (laughs) I remember (laughs) when I worked at that that one place over the summer, I would like, I I was supposed to do it, but I never had time. I was like, let me just go take these, uh, this little book up to the, because I used to drive it to D.C. I'm like, let me go to the Howard uh, Dental School Library and just go sit in there and see what happens. <laughs> so we can make some shake. Um, The biggest thing I learned about myself this year is um, I learned that I I have to give up the being hard on myself thing. Like, I have to find the balance because I went through, like, I feel like we all did, but I ain't going to put my business on. Like, I like y'all, but, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to know that. But That's fine. there were a lot of ups and downs this year um the downs i will not elaborate on but i feel i have a tendency to be i'm very hard on myself i feel like that's how i'm able to make stuff happen but i'm also not lenient with myself or i'm not great i don't give myself grace if something doesn't go right i don't get myself like things go wrong i'm like dang you really messed it up like and like learning that that's not learning the hard way that that's not sustainable um and now and then having figuring out how to strike the balance because then i was like well girl like 
take the time you need and just it's okay queen we in a panty and it's like everything can't be like that like oh you only practiced five minutes today that's okay you did your best it's like wait hold on like you can't everything can't be I'm like okay you work for 30 minutes take an hour break you deserve it like there's a balance so I went from mm. this year from one okay what <laughs> Like, like I the went from is more the other way. Okay. Went for thirty minutes, take two hours off. Okay. I definitely went from one extreme to the other this year, and I feel like the last quarter of the year, I find myself striking the balance, and I think I'm getting closer and closer. Um. So yeah, I'm, I learned that like I must give myself grace, and especially like excuse me, in the context that we are in right now it just everything feels really different it's like it's I still have to I have I've learned to give myself grace in other ways but not too much grace like it's okay girl you didn't work out for 10 weeks in a row but it's okay we're in a pandemic and it's like yes no and so we're working on that okay next question What will you remember most about 2020? So let's do in classical music first. <laughs> um, what will I remember most about 2020? Well, I will remember most about 2020 is in, in classical music is how long I waited for my alma mater to step up and lead by example this yeah, year. Yeah. Have you heard anything? Girl, not a, not a <laughs> okay. And they send and, an alumni magazine every month. And I am involved in and what they did do I am I was involved in so wait hold on come on alma mater But anyway, you are so um, irritating. Like, okay, now you're ruining the moment. Okay. Um. Period. What was I saying? Um. Yeah, but I was. That's not to say that they have been completely silent since the the mm-hmm. beginning. But also, like I said, I was involved in the measures, quote unquote, that they took. Um. No, in the discussion of the measures that they were that they will take at some point in the future is what I was involved in, which is the only thing that has happened. So for me, uh, saying that, that like I've actually been tapped into the process is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I'm not just like somebody who has never 
I don't follow Eastman. I don't get their emails. I don't get whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what's going on over there? They ain't doing nothing. Like, I yeah. I read all the emails I get from Eastman. And I will be reading whenever whenever I get on that alumni list. We'll see, girl. Whenever I get on that alumni list and y'all asking me for money, I will remember 2020. Period. For classical music, one thing I remember is, I, I talked about it several times in the show, and it was that interaction I had with the fellows um, oh, earlier when it talking about not playing um i'm gonna say black composers because the plc composers but not playing black composers for the sake of just playing them and not necessarily it wasn't fellows it was a fellow and not necessarily um what they said but how that was a representation of the field of classical music like how everybody it just goes to show that classical music is is to me I don't want I'm I'm a pretty optimistic person I mean that's been tainted a little bit but like I just don't see how it would change like classical music wants to do little things like they'll hire a black player for orchestra and they'll they'll play a little Coleridge Taylor but it's like the the institution of it is resistant to change no matter how many black squares they post no matter what composers they feature no matter what um black history month program they're gonna do they are the structure of it is not gonna change and that was like a a reminder of it because imagine being imagine how dumb i was looking when you are literally in a program for black and poc and you have those kind of ideas that's when i was like whoa and then go further on a faculty member that i didn't realize it until after like because sometimes in a moment i'll be looking dumb i'll be like this this is happening like so Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't address it when they were like a faculty member said that i that i must work with was like I was like venting my frustrations to them about it and they were like well you what you what you're talking about it's a project i'm like it's not a project you don't have to become Amani wins to play black composers that is the dumbest thing and you are a fact and that's why like i'll be like i'll see you in january <laughs> like delaney <laughs> laugh at me for that but it's like and to be to, to clear it up like there are faculty members there's one who i really love who was like yes i ordered the hail stork and i ordered this and we're gonna play it's of dances and we're gonna play this i can't wait learn it over the break woo, 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 woo. but it's like those are like ignorant ideas that will keep Projects. classical music like that's not it's a project a you don't it's a piece you don't like have any to, other piece we don't ever literally <laughs> and i'm like i've been so angry about that ever since that happened because it's like i didn't address that in the moment because i'm grown i'm not finna i could be i could be in your little school all you want to i'm i'm grown i'm finna like we not i'm not no little like whatever i'm gonna speak my mind and i'm mad i didn't catch it in a moment you don't have to become the harlem string quartet to play black composers that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my entire life that is the dumbest thing ever and you are in charge of people like it makes me angry every time i think about it like every single time i think about it and that's why like i just don't see classical music changing because you could have all these conversations and people are committed to not caring to not acting on it like i made a i made a post about like oh you like in the in the height of all this like everybody want to be like oh my god like where's 
I can't say that. Oh my God, where's all the black stuff at? Like, we just want to play black, like blacky black, black, like get a piece. You got to, and I made a status. I was like, you don't even have to be black to play works by black composers. And like everybody in the comments was like, oh my God, you know pieces by, you know da da da. And it's like, that should not be a revelation to you because I have never been in my entire existence as a violist Russian. German. <laughs> like austrian french Italian, like not y'all never. having me on this walton and i'm i've never been british in my life right to my no, recollection La Bella, uh, delaney like whatever y'all do la bella i don't know i did the <laughs> spanish way but <laughs> <laughs> like y'all have all this stuff and it's like y'all want me to learn all this raggedy viola right okay it's not raggedy but you know what i'm saying like not me spending all that time now I'm be spending all that time on Brahms and I've never said Guten Morgen to you. That doesn't make sense. Not like Guten Morgen. It's like how are you how can y'all be that dense? Like, whatever. Anyway. Um the other part of that is what will you remember most in general? This could be obvious or it could be nuanced, but you know. What will you remember most about 2020? You know my memory is bad. I really gotta think back, 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 mm-hmm. and it's hard to say what I will remember most. Yeah, I feel like I will remember. I will remember Christmas because it's the first. It's it's the first Christmas that we've done where like my whole my family wasn't together. And I say my whole family. Like I don't mean like everybody because my, my mom's side of the family is actually quite small. Mm-hmm. But I just mean like my household and my grandma. Like oh, I spent, end up coming. No, I went to my grandma's house for for Christmas mm-hmm. because as y'all know, like my mom tested negative for the thing for the virus, but still, we just want to you know better safe than sorry. Oh, I don't know if y'all double back on that. No, because yeah. like it was so early, it was so much before Christmas. I was like, oh, maybe they'll still. What do you mean? Like, you texted me, like, three days before Christmas. I was like, oh, maybe they'll still do it. What, her test? Mm-hmm. Wasn't was it? it three days before Christmas? Girl, time means nothing. You could have texted me on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, was, it was, like, I think it was either the day before Christmas Eve. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it Christmas was. Christmas Eve. Maybe that's she got her. That she got her test. Yeah, it was very soon. Um. So, yeah, it was just me and my grandma, which was fine, but it just was, like, um, it's not memorable in a negative way because you know yeah. <laughs> I forgot my grandma was smiling so <laughs> <laughs> she was I was going to say try new things that's probably not new but <laughs> you know she was she was out here mm-hmm. um, on Christmas so like yeah it was fun but it's still like memorable because mm-hmm. it, um, yeah usually we do Christmas breakfast and we did do Christmas breakfast like we we ate but I'm not a big breakfast person mm-hmm. so um but yeah. Hmm. The biggest thing I remember about 2020. What happened this year? Girl. I think for me, the biggest thing I remember about 2020 <clears throat> will be like the fact that I really got this orchestral fellowship. Like that still doesn't even feel real to me. And I think it's because, like, I've, Viola really be stressing me out into a 
Let me scoot the money over because like it's a lot going on. Like this. How? <laughs> wow. Um, like I think, I mean, I think I've been not vocal, but like I think you can read the room about like how I've had to. I've I've stepped away from the instrument a little bit this year just to manage my mental health, especially in the pandemic, because like I like no one is no one is um stranger to this. Like we are all classical musicians. We all know what it feels like to work really hard at something and not get it and, and work and work and work and it feels like it's not getting better. Like I feel like no one is stranger to that. But I there is just so many times that I felt like I was so behind. Like did I make a mistake? Did I I should have been a dentist? Like that those thoughts like didn't go away so it's like when you apply to so many of these things and it's like bro like what did I freaking do and then to like have it happen it kind of it's kind of like dang I, I don't think I'll ever forget that feeling like it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't feel real at all like I, I would just be in rehearsal and be like how did I even get here so I think I don't think I'll ever forget that like I forgot that that happened this year so yeah Okay, last question. Not, not I forgot what this happened this year. This is what you would never forget. <laughs> not me going back to Memphis next week. <laughs> like, what? Like, it just doesn't feel... It's crazy. Anyway, last one. What gives you hope for 2021? I mean, I don't feel like 2021 is going to be, like, the end of the world or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about, like, hope. I know that sounds, like, depressing, but, like, I don't, and I, and I don't mean it, it to doesn't. be, like, uh, well, I mean, like, if be like, mm, I don't know if I have any hope, like, <laughs> but like, we just gonna see. Like, I, I was saying, I said on a previous episode, it's very hard to work towards a, a future that you cannot imagine, and yeah. this whole year has been things that we cannot imagine, and it's very uncertain, you know, what life is gonna look like going forward. So, um, I mean, me and everybody in my family is healthy so like mm-hmm. i feel like that's pretty much the worst thing that can happen to me in 2021 and um in the middle of a of a pandemic it's as under control as it could be so yeah i think it gives, it gives me hope for um 2021 one is like I don't want to make light of this year because like a lot of people have gone through really terrible and egregious things. But I will say like my grandma always says like where there's life, there's hope. And like, I feel like I really held on to that. And like, even though this year wasn't great at all, like there were really great things that happened. And it's like, if we could do all that in, in a pandemic, like imagine like what we could do like beyond that. So it's like we we launched ISBM this this year. Like we, I'm be forgetting. <laughs> like like the 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 strides that classically black has made this year. Like um, 
it's a lot of good like creation has happened this year in spite of what's been happening and I think that makes me hopeful 2021 I'm also like ready to I'm ready for 2021 to get here like I feel like a new surge of energy I want to capitalize on this before it goes away which it will so all right that's the intermission that was fun period moving on to the topic which is classical music related no, you guys are loving that. Because um, this 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 shall be just be podcast <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Not the all the music from last time was just oh no, no last week it had little. Oh yeah, yeah. Last week, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Um, hmm. um, yeah. So we're gonna be pairing some pieces with some of our experiences from twenty twenty slash twenty twenty one going into that so our first thing is what was it um a piece from 2020 or like a piece that sums up your 2020 yeah Catherine. i'm going first mm-hmm. okay a piece that sums up my 2020 is gonna be um chike symphony number six now before you get emotional Not do your emotional. research um it's not okay trigger warning this this piece is not a suicide note you got to dig a little bit deeper because while chike did die soon after this pe- this piece premiered there's no way he would have been able to surmise that he was going to die so it's just like speculation it's it's not mm-hmm. a suicide note but the reason why i picked this is one it's the the main reason why i picked this piece is because it was the piece that he was most proud of writing and like Loki even though like I said before even though this year has been a lot and I definitely experienced a lot of lows this year like I am really proud of the work I did this year like the fellowship I started this YouTube channel and stuck to it I got like 60 videos on that joint like I just keep doing it we launched ISBM Delaney knows I'm working on another idea um, I got myself to practice again and to enjoy the viola again. And it's like, I'm like, I keep proud of that. Like, it's been a tough year. And to do those things in the midst of a global pandemic, which I didn't think would affect me in this way. I was like, okay, we go meet in the house. Like, period. I like my couch. And it just didn't <laughs> pan out like that. Um, Good pan. Get it? Okay. Um, So I am really, ha- I'm really proud of that. So I'm going to play a little bit of the f- second moment, which freaking that John just okay here it is oh yeah that you know be leaning in the junk <laughs> And it's like he was like when in the rehearsals and stuff, people were like not being like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. People were like, all right, we playing this thing that he wrote. You know, people weren't excited about it. 
but like after he put everything together and he premiered it like he was so proud of that and like that's like low-key how i feel like i got like a lot of work and a lot of personal goals like we got to get some stuff back on track next year but like overall like i'm just i feel like everybody should just be proud of themselves if you open your eyes in 2021 like honestly girl you made it through i mean the pandemic's not over and it won't be over for a while but you know what i mean like you made it through a hard year especially like the way it happened like we in it was no slow build-up it was literally like monday stay in the house girl oh yeah by the way if you go outside you die like it was really like out of nowhere it was no slow i mean people if you watch the news i dedicate i i said i wouldn't i don't watch the news i get what i need to get on twitter and from the little um new york times they send emails every morning i get what i need to get from that because my my grandparents well my grandma now but just watches the news in, incessantly and yeah. it's like oh i gosh. mean i know like that's what old people do like what yeah. did, what you do what else you doing but it's like especially like news in chicago it, it's it's not great and it's like mm-hmm. i after i left to college i said i'm not watching the news anymore because it's like always on always on always on always on yeah always on so um i I guess if you were watching the news like you would have seen like oh virus in china like back in december so i guess if like you were abreast you wouldn't have been shocked like i was i wasn't shocked i did see on i was going when i was on my way to cincinnati that's when they were like hey girl (laughs) looking bad and i was like okay going to cincinnati with no mask take my audition and they like separated us and when we got there like we were in different rooms and stuff because i did the process it was way different that this year of course but i was like oh they just went to whole foods got my little whatever like after the audition like it was and then got back and it was like hey don't leave but yeah what's yours so i had one but i i decided to push it to my piece of the week so um i feel like i'm not i don't know if it's not necessarily something i need to get better at but like just whenever we do these episodes that are more like introspective in terms of like a long period of time like a year that's very difficult like i just don't Mm -hmm. i'm like a girl i don't know i just been like you know if you see somebody every day and uh, something about them changes like over time like you don't yeah you don't notice so i'm that's why i feel like i'm kind of just doing that sums up 2020 in general Mm -hmm. so er, dang that was this year (laughs) sorry especially what happened especially like thinking of the things that are earlier this year like before before march Mm -hmm. it just does not seem so i'm still thinking you lying about sphinx like i don't you sure like you know right <laughs> uh, oh yeah we did a live show this year girl that what? girl I, was, I swear we did that last year you could not tell me we didn't do the last year girl so this actually has something to do with sphinx so earlier this year when we were at sphinx there was a piece um at the finals concert that was assembled like like the the actual composition like the actual music for the orchestra is by samuel Coach taylor um but it was set oh, to the yeah. words of george washington by aaron dworkin um and he narrated the piece and like and you know it wasn't just like he read over them like he actually like placed the text like in certain parts of the piece and there were parts where it was just music and then him you know it was mm-hmm. a yeah like an actual narration this piece is called an american rhapsody so i chose this piece because of all of the difficulties in race relations 
mm-hmm. that have been going on this year in my program for Sphinx, which I do still have, but it's in New York. Um, the interpretation for this piece in the program notes was very different from my interpretation and the interpretation of others. Mm-hmm. Um, I, From what I remember, it was supposed to be sort of like, you know, this like so so the the piece the symphony piece was like um i think it was like symphony on an african air or something like that by samuel coleridge taylor um symphonic poem on an african air Mm -hmm. um yeah so that and then on top of that were the words of george washington of course the first president of the united states um who owned many a slave uh many a yeah hundreds actually um did you hear about the thing he used to do with the teeth yes um girl. i'm telling y'all if i see y'all in heaven i'm <laughs> i don't know what it we're gonna do be. It can't be. <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know yeah um but yeah so i think the the message was that like like okay so at the end of the at, at the end of these words that were written by george washington um it was talking about how he freed the people that he had enslaved um at you know that that was sort of like the ending and i think it was supposed to be an uplifting you know thing about like how you know freedom and everything loving that for the united states whatever so that was not what i got from the piece at all and i think that what i did get to get from it relates to 2020 in a lot of ways so um first of all people are like oh um he freed his he freed the people he enslaved you don't get a cookie for that at at all (laughs) like not even a little bit and also let's pull over and talk about the circumstances under which he he freed those people he freed those people in his will he said in his will that they were allowed to go free after he died after his wife died and after the the crop had been harvested for that season what the heck what you can you can you can be free after there's no one left to serve and you're done doing your work what yikes um yeah this is y'all this is y'all saviors y'all king and i and i wanted to to pull this up like actual description of it because like i said i don't have my program so i wanted to i don't want to put words in anybody's mouth but yes um it says here um dang i lost it okay it says here that um in the actual description of the work um that is a tribute to the ideals of courage freedom and commitment um which is while also serving as a story of vulnerability and the progression of humanity through the great injustices that plague our history and i just don't think so um yeah yeah like i just don't think there's anything about courage there was nothing courageous about that mm-hmm. um owning owning people is is actually it's very cowardly and it shows mm-hmm. that you are a, a very small person mm-hmm. um and f- freeing them under the circumstances that they were or, or just in general like it's just not the act of heroism that a lot of people are, are making it out to be um and i feel like that relates to 2020 because of these things that we're going through right now and we have been going through for a long time is like all of these injustices uh done towards black people and then people want to bring up oh but you guys got this out of it 
oh but yeah it's always it's always something like oh but whenever a black person gets something it's like well you got this out of it and but this happened to y'all and you're not happy about x y and z and it's like as long as y'all are treating black people like we're just disposable Mm -hmm. none of that shit matters yeah like (laughs) none of it matters um and i just i thought that this uh this piece kind of summed up how i felt about 2020 and how i felt about race relations in 2020 i felt that it was i mean in in a lot of ways it it parallels because it it parallels in the content and then also just the structure of the piece that it is a a piece written by a black man and it's being uh spoken over with words of a white man by a black man but that doesn't really yeah yeah but I think that it's it's very much it's um yes it's symphonic variations on African air by a black man and being spoken over by someone who claimed to be for freedom um the words of a white man George Washington so that's what makes me think of 2020 um no shade to the piece itself obviously Samuel Corsair, shout out to you. And I do think that the way that it was put together, like, um, was very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, but the message that was intended, and I know that music is up to interpretation. So, mm-hmm. you know, of course, other people are going to interpret it differently. But the way that it was presented as though it was supposed to be interpreted is not what I got from it. Um, and not what other people got from it as well, from, from what I can remember from conversations i had around it at the time so um yeah but still that's how i felt about 2020 and actually joey has a piece that's also similar to this i'm gonna see if i can find it i I know i can find it i just gotta remember and i'll write it down that that actually is um it's a piece that they wrote for what is it for violin i think violin alto flute and cello Mm. Um, and I think it's I think it's the one that y'all just don't want to listen. I think it's that piece. I'm gonna find it. Oh, because yeah. I watched it. Um, it premiered recently, so yeah, I'm gonna link that too, so y'all can hear it because it's very much about like the alto flute is like the black person, and, and it's crazy because the actual like players were like the other two were white, and the alto flute is, was black, but like who's like constantly trying to get hurt because you know alto flute is a very mellow instrument. Mm-hmm. And like all the string players are like doing all this interrupting and talking over and stuff like that. Okay, so, Joey, period. Yeah. Joey be out here, so I'm gonna link that. Wait, are we not playing examples? I'm not playing an example of this piece. Okay. No. <laughs> I, that really, I think I said that before, but it's, it really ties into like how Americans think. Like they just wanna, they just wanna brush over what happened instead of like coming to terms with it and i feel like that's why a lot of our problems will like simply just never be solved and i know that seems like dark but it's just the truth like it's just the truth mm-hmm. the fact that y'all told us he had wooden teeth this whole time is disgusting knowing knowing see okay love that for us okay well our next one oh sorry i was gonna introduce our next one since Mm -hmm. yeah our next one is um, a piece that sums up the relationship with your instrument this year 
Okay. Well, unfortunately, um, I don't have one. <laughs> oh, girl, you gonna be mad at mine? I I could tell I'm gonna be mad just by the way you said that. Okay. Um, the piece that sums up my relationship with the VL this year is Walton's VL Concerto. Now, I've been on this piece for a long, periodically amount of time, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's by any. <laughs> I don't think it's by anyone's fault. It's just that, like, when you got to learn other stuff, it, like, goes to the side. But then you need auditions. But you're not going to learn a new one. So you're just going to go back to the same concerto. And Walton, like, even though it's trifling, it's been been there for me. And um, I finished it this year like I, I i learned a little bit of third movement but like not for real and like i learned it i, I didn't personally want to i felt like i couldn't learn something else but whatever so but this is what describes my relationship with the veal this year so i'm gonna play a little bit of the third movement i wonder if y'all know this people don't know the first movement anyway here we go oh this is yuri bashman my dude be milking that joint he be you know okay here we go <laughs> John Loki slept. Wanna play a little bit for us? Live? Um Your piece? Well hold on. Oh my piece is you playing that live. Oh, I can't I can't make that shake right now. Well hold on. Cause my veil's in the other room and like we can you know. wait. We can edit out the silence in between and you going and getting it. You know, I gotta pick up my computer, put it down, yeah. I gotta walk, you know, mm-hmm. getting it. I mean, you know, all you know, things like, you're capable of. So. But you know, I don't wanna um, mix the flow. And then also like I don't have the music left in Memphis. So. Mm, that's okay, you've memorized it. But you know, it's just not not possible right now. But thank you for your inquiry. Okay. Um well, <laughs> we'll see. Um, we, we, we've saw so okay. Now we've saw. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, we'll make this quick. My piece for my relationship with my instrument this year has been four thirty three. Um, bye. All John right, Cage. I really I said this early. You are mm. you are trash. How? You are. To be honest, Delaney. See, even Chango agree. Okay. Yeah, my dog is, I don't know what she's yelling at. <laughs> Girl, I'll be yelling too. Anyway, yes, it's 433. I'm actually going to play a little bit of it. Um, Delaney, you are trash. <laughs> I can't, you got to play your piece, I can't play mine? Delaney. You got to play your piece, I can't play mine? Okay, go ahead and pick up that bass and then play it. Oh, you didn't pick up your viola and play nothing, so I'm playing it from my phone. Delaney's holding over her phone. She's talking over my piece. I gotta start it over. 
<laughs> you are trash, dog. <laughs> anyway, what's the last one, Delaney? Nah, but for I was not on that base this year. I was not because I didn't want to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just did not. I could not bring myself to. Now that I have no obligations to play anymore, I'm excited for. I mean, I can't play the instrument that I want to play because it's too expensive. I want a bassoon. I cannot buy a bassoon. So you can, um, you, you can rent one. Do they rent bassoons? Maybe. Or is that like a thing where you gotta like be a bassoon? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they make bassoon it sound like you just get chosen and then you just buy I a ten thousand dollar instrument. Yeah, I chose the bassoon, but uh, like when I played it for them two years that I played it. Mm-hmm. But now, of course, I'll be starting as a beginner because I don't barely remember nothing. So, yeah. But also, I was sharing a bassoon with like th- two other people, and it was taped Surprise. together. So, okay, it was with painter's tape and scotch tape. You're lying. I'm not. The prospect of learning a new instrument sounds terrible. And see, that's why I wouldn't do it, especially like if I'm playing an instrument like professionally or like to the end of, of being a professional, I wouldn't do it. But now that I don't have to, like I'm actually able to enjoy music without, you have a lesson every week. You have to, and not to say that people who have lessons every week don't enjoy music, but like yeah, but I was not enjoying it. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's your experience. So, um now, I don't know why this dog is hooping and hollering. She probably saw somebody exist um, <laughs> outside of our house. And so that was just too much for her. Um, but anyway, our last uh, piece is what we hope 2021 will be. Okay, so I got this piece by Dolphy Wolfie called... Oh um, this man is going to sue us. <laughs> He's going to sue me. He's gonna yeah, which me is why I'm shifting the classic black over to your name. <laughs> I have a piece by Adolphus Taylor called Fanfare and Amazing Grace. I'm just hoping, I'm a religious person. I hope God keeps granting us grace because, baby, <laughs> gonna need it. Um, Fanfare and Amazing Grace by Adolphus Taylor Stork. <laughs> Brass section, brass and boy. Come on, shout out to Peyton. Period. I was thinking, I was like, come on, Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. 
Okay, so my um my piece for what I hope twenty twenty one will be is something that I played on a recent episode and I can't remember which one, but I certainly played it on a recent episode. Um, and it's by Florence Price and it's called Don't You Tell Me No. Um, and yeah, I'm just doing I'm I picked this piece because I know a lot of people are talking about the manifestation and we getting everything that we want and X Y Z. So um yeah, and I started my little spreadsheet that has like everything you apply for. Oh girl, I ain't last very long with that. I was like, you know what? <laughs> and you know what? And I do it color coded, so if it's rejected, mm-hmm. it's a red. So <laughs> okay, you could have made like a blue or something. <laughs> but if it got if I got accepted, it's green. So mm. we trying to we trying to balance it out. It's a little lopsided right now. But yeah, I need to update mine. I think I did almost all except for like the last two performances because it's like you know when you're trying to write your origin story, you know, go back mm-hmm. and be like, dang, I really made it. Made it. um yeah so um i a few applications i guess that i i I anticipate that i will be doing in 2021 so don't you tell me no love that for you oh my gosh okay (laughs) (laughs) right my ebt application Number I one mean at this point. Yeah. Me too. Very much. So, don't you tell me no on that. Okay. So that's it. Um, let us know uh, what pieces you would pick for these. What you hope your 2021 will be like. What you leaving in 2020. Yeah. Period. What's next? Oh, Black Excellence. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Y'all, sh- strap yourself in. Buckle up. Here we go. This week I'm talking about Dr. Artina McCain. Now, Dr. Artina McCain has been on this show before, but this is overdue. Like, this is overdue. Okay, yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah, like, like, we knew, but like, let's just put it in writing. Like, in writing. I love Artina so much. Okay, here we go. All right. I said strap in, right? Okay. Dr. Artina McCain has an active career as a performer, educator, and speaker. 
Um, her recent highlighted performance include guest appearance with the Oregon Symph- East Oregon East Symphony, Memphis Symphony, ooh, hey y'all, and Austin Civic Orchestra. Um, McCain's performances have been heard on radio shows such as CKWR Toronto, KMFA Classical Austin, and Radio Tev- Television Hong Kong. Television appearances, come on, superstar, includes features on C-SPAN for the MLK 50th commemoration, and she was featured um, as an inspirational leader in the award-winning PBS documentary series, Road Trip Nation, Degree of Impact. Dedicated to performing works by black and underrepresented composers, McCain performs, curates, and records the works of many unsung pioneers and living composers she curates black composers concerts for multiple arts organizations and is an american prize winner for her solo piano recordings of these works she also has won performance awards for curating the austin chamber music center's black composers concert from the austin critics table and is the three time three times global music award winner (laughs) i might as well just quit giving out the award you give it to her every time and, and and call it her it's don't call it this you better call it the dr artina mccain thing, global music award winner whatever <laughs> album i too from naxos a collaboration with soprano icy monroe of Amer- african american spirituals and oh, i was just listening to that album come on she got her cardi b at this point okay i'm halfway after years of battling performance injury and now enjoying 10 years of full recovery mccain is an advocate for musicians wellness her article on performance injury and muscle activation techniques was published in the clavier it's clavier right companion and she is a regular contributor for the francis clark center to help other musicians she hosts an annual musicians wellness forum which explores the benefits and options for alternative care as a passionate pedagogue Artina has presented these topics and others at the Music Teachers National Association Conference and the National Conference of Keyword Pedagogy. <sighs> McCain has performed and served on several, on the faculty of numerous, my bad, summer festivals, including the Austin Chamber Music Festival, the Illinois Summer Youth Music, Gateways Music Festival, and the Wild City Music International Piano Festival. McCain graduated cum laude, oh shoot. From Southern Methodist University, I barely got through ISU. Okay, you just got to do what you got to do, girl. Come on, come on. <laughs> girl I'd say dragging my feet. <laughs> like, girl. I mean, the music course went like you know I had a little something shaking there, but because you know I had to take like math and stuff. Like, girl, oh, them transcripts. Yeah. Them, I'd still trans- be a freshman if I had to do that. My transcript got a mixture. Okay, that's what we want <laughs> variety. <laughs> You know what? You have to have variety. It can't be, you know, all A's. <laughs> what that gonna do for you? Um, she graduated sum, okay, cum laude from Southern Methodist University. She was in her master's of music from the Cleveland Institute of Music and holds a doctoral degree from the University of Texas at Austin. Dr. McCain is currently assistant professor of piano and coordinator of keyboard studies at the University of Memphis the Rudy Shiai. I want to say that. It's been a Not your actual school. <laughs> I was like, why is she struggling so much? I skipped over and I was like, I forgot it's actual school music. Uh, the Rudy Shiai school music. Don't clock me for that, y'all. I never, there's no reason for me to say it. I go to university. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the McCain duel. So, the McCain <laughs> duo 
is known for their fusion of classical jazz and gospel programming. They present concerts with surprising depth of emotion, of emotional contrast. That's not surprising because, you know. Right. I mean, this is Artina's Black Excellence, but Martin was Black Excellence before, and that trombone, that thing be dangin', okay? Like, right. If y'all used to listen to unseasoned music, then I guess it's surprising. It, but it's not uh, to yeah. us. At all. Cause okay. We, we knew. Let's see what, what Martin was playing in the home. And amen. That bass drum on. Listen, nah, and you know, it is giant. her black excellence, but what's hers is his, and what's his is hers, so. What's hers is hers. Well, they're married, so. Nah, that's I what guess. I, I mean, yeah, that's what's very nice. I'm being trifling. Okay. I agree with Lenny. Okay. Here we go. Audience describe their performance as breathtaking. I would too. Awe inspiring. That's what I said. And invigorating. That's also what I said. <laughs> their marriage and musical collaboration create an intimate range of tone colors and imagine storytelling. Oh my God. The McCain duo are champions of building personal connections with their compose with composers to create a larger repertoire. Their award winning album Shades and the Trombone Czar. The extended version <laughs> version featured commissioned works and were each honored with two global music awards oh i'm sorry with two dr artina mccain awards the duo has performed throughout asia at mahito university the university of toronto radio television hong kong u.s highlights include the gateways music festival the american trombone workshop the great american brass band festival their concerts and recordings have been broadcast on NPR's performance today, CKWR Toronto, and KMFA Classical Austin. In addition to their performer careers. Not in addition. <laughs> Be here all night. The, the McCain duo has created an online professional development program for their emerging artists. They host a weekly social media video series called Elevate with the McCain Duo, covering topics ranging from personal goal setting to auditions and expanded career options for musicians. They have presented at clinics on arts entrepreneurship at Indiana University, Ithaca College, and numerous performing arts high schools. And also, Dr. McCain just released an album called Heritage. You should download it. Period. So I will link that as well. Shout out to you, Dr. McCain, period. Uh, and if I remember to link her episode that we did with her, oh, if y'all have not heard that, y'all need to go hear that. That was fun. That was a good weekend. That was before the world ended, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she was in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Our team is lit. Like, what a life, period. Do your thing. Come on, goals. You said what? I said, come on, goals. Literal goals. Well, piece this week. Um, so my piece of the week was what was gonna be my twenty twenty thing, but I was like, but you chose chaos. How? Oh wait, that was your base piece. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, no, but this one, I feel like it would have implied that twenty twenty was better than it was, so that's why I pushed it to piece of the week. My piece this week is by our friend, uh, Clifton Joey. Right. Um, so they wrote a piece uh first solo based actually called In My Bed, which I mean, I like being in my bed. And I was in my bed for a lot of twenty twenty, but not in a good way. So that's why I was like 
I feel like I was more in my bed ignoring things I had to do, which gave me crippling anxiety rather than in my bed relaxing. So that's why mm-hmm. I didn't pick it for my 2020. Um, but yeah, I'm going to link the recording of it. Um, this is a piece that was commissioned by the bass players for black composers. Um, so yeah, I'll link the recording to it so y'all can listen to it. And shout out to Joey. Period, Joey. And yeah. Well... Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black exo suggestion, or a piece of the week suggestion, send us to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out at classicallyblackpodcast.com. Join ISBM if you are black. Consider donating if you're black or if you're not black. You can check out our website at isblackmusicians.com and follow us across all socials at isblackmusicians. Thank you for listening or whatever, and we will maybe outside because Delaney, I'll see. Maybe next week. Vice versa. If not, bye forever. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all.